So hello, Princess, and thank you for joining me on this episode of Dara Wendy, the podcast from Manila. It's been quite a while since we saw each other last time in Cebu, and uh, I really am excited to have you here since you're also working with Kakao, which is one of my uh, main tools, right? Can you tell me a little bit about, first of all, where you're from, a little bit of your background, and then jumping right into how you started working with Kakao? Yeah. Sure. Well, thanks for having me here, Wendy. Um, so yes, I'm Princess. I was born in Surigao, actually. My my father's from there. And then um, my mom brought me to Camotes Island in Cebu. And then um, when I was 17, I moved to Japan to, to be with my mom. And then I moved back to um, the Philippines, like now in Manila, after like few more years in Japan. So yeah, my life is like a multicultural <laughs> experience. Uh, so you speak Japanese? Yes, I do. Nice, nice. Did you go? So you went to high school there? No, to college? Uh, it was a bridging year for um, college. Because you know how like how incomplete, well, we used to have four years in high school only in the Philippines, but the education system already changed. So, but when I went there, yeah, I was considered high school, but not really. So it, that was also part of my learning <laughs> challenges growing, going there. Um, Why did you leave Japan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I went to, I moved to Tokyo and then I was working part-time for an events company and they happened to organize auditions for Big Brother. <laughs> and yeah, so- In Japan. I, Yes, and you know who I auditioned with? It was Paulette Walt. Paulette was my my one of my guests already. I interviewed her. We we also have a lot in common with energy healing and plant medicine. So you met Paulette in Japan and auditioned together for Big Brother. Did you guys both get in? No, so the people in Big Brother loved her, but she couldn't speak and understand Tagalog. <laughs> And oh, it was for Big Brother Philippines. Philippines, yeah. Uh, okay. So they took me instead and my life went upside down. <laughs> Is that why you moved back to the Philippines? Yes. Okay. So I thought it was just a free flight coming back to Manila. And I'm like, okay, well, it's just a month. Why not? But then I had a cultural shock moving back here. I mean, I never lived in Manila before then, right? Cebu is very different from Manila. I mean, you know this of all people. You're I from do. <laughs> I do know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wow. Well, okay, so I didn't know this backstory. That's that's really, really interesting. So you just stayed on in Manila. Basically, you didn't go back to Japan anymore. Yeah, so I just visited my family, like, you know, moved back and forth, but I basically built, you know, a, a life here or yeah. into yeah. yeah. I mean, I tried moving back to Cebu for a few months or a year. Is that when we when we met at the Gasho Center? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you did your first level Reiki with me. What year was that? Oh my gosh, two thousand seventeen, no? Or two thousand seventeen, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. Now that I'm filling in the gap. So let's jump forward to cacao because I want to say like Maya cacao, your cacao is one of my favorites. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's one of my favorites. And I mean, Kim knows that. And I always promote it. I, 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 you know, share it with my clients when they, when they ask me. 
So um, how did you, how did that come to happen? Uh, yeah, well, thank you so much coming from you. It's really heart opening. <laughs> um, it was quite a journey. I, I studied like uh, coffee before cacao and I wanted to plant coffee in Mindanao because my father's from there. But then I realized that coffee. So you had a sorry, I, I sorry. You had a love of coffee, like this is something you loved, or something because you had a farm and you had coffee and camotes, or I, how I did you? Um, barista. So it was the time of like third wave or the new wave of okay. coffee in the Philippines, right? Okay. Okay. Circa 2014, 15, sometime. Okay. Okay. So coffee studies. Okay. Yeah. And so, but like, I think they have a lot in common, like the sensory, you know, the taste, like you always have to smell it first and know where it's coming from and all that. Okay. And I had no idea about cacao at that time. And so when I went to Mindanao, I realized that for you to plant good coffee, which is Arabica, you need uh, elevation and like really good condition of the soil and people to look after it. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for this or if our land is suited for that. And then I found out that cacao grows pretty much everywhere, especially in here. In Mindanao or, or just anywhere yeah. in the Philippines. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't need a high altitude. Right. Planted right next to a beach, you know, but- Right, 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 right. <laughs> like okay. That. So it's yeah. easier to grow in the Philippines, in other words. Yes, it's, it's easier to grow than coffee okay. and we grow so many here in the Philippines. In fact, we used to export a lot. And then connecting with, you know, my my dad's side of the family. I remembered like being with my Lola before. She used to like roast her own cacao, grind it, you know, like the usual story that you hear from yes. everyone from the province, right? Well, in Visayas and Mindanao, because yeah. in Manila, I never heard this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, you know, it, it started like opening up a lot of, you know, doors for me. And then at this time, I already did my yoga teacher's training. I did Reiki with you, but I wasn't able to join your cacao ceremony yet at that time you know okay. i was traveling in and out of cebu and when i was in thailand i lived there for a little bit everyone was crazy about cacao and i'm like what is oh. this? You know, like we don't drink cacao like that are you guys like crazy or what you know it was like oh. something like everyone was drinking when there's ecstatic right. right. like, the yogi you know like community in, into it and i'm like wow you know there yep, must be yep. something really special but i didn't yeah. feel that way yet yes so i tried you know going to one of the ceremonies and i'm like if this is something you know that i can bring back to the philippines because yeah. we grow it and you know love it here yep. so much why not and i also have a lot of friends who are into um sustainable food industry and Apparently, in the Philippines, like the tradition of drinking sequate or the yeah. traditional way of preparing cacao is yeah. dying, you know, like yeah. the young people are into it's like, like the grandparents or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I w- and to me, I'm really much connected with my grand. I grew up with my grandparents and my mom's side in Camotes, right? And so everything traditional, old, and you know that lola lolo thing is it's my my thing and so i was like maybe there's something that i can do with cacao yeah. and the tradition of, of preparing yeah. on the traditional way yeah. 
apart from like I mean outside of uh, Latin America we're we're one of the few countries in the world who are still drinking cacao the way they used to drink it yeah yeah like we how do we prepare it here we just cook it with um we boil it and then we we drink it as is you know we don't add anything like crazy into cacao and it's yeah. sort of like a familial thing right yeah when yeah. i go home to to cebu my family would always prepare sequate and putumaya for me they yes. know what i want and then everyone gathers in the table we talk yeah so. it's a beautiful it's a ritual in itself like a family ritual so um when was this trip in in thailand that 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 kind of opened your eyes to ceremonial cacao what I, year was I it went there in 2018 okay so after right after your reiki yeah, uh, level yeah. one okay I touched, yeah, like I did the Reiki training review. I went back to Thailand and yeah. I'm like, wow, it's just like Wendy was doing it, but I didn't really like care so much. And then now right. I'm here, it's like right, right. ceremonies. And then, yeah, that, that time. Nice. And so then uh, when did when did you start with the, with Maya, with the brand? How did the, that whole brand come about? Hmm. Huh. First of all, why Maya? Right. Oh my gosh. So, okay. Before Maya, I, I was with Kim. We we did their first ecstatic dance. It was um just. How do you know Kim? Uh, so I was friends with. I'm friends with Janji. Okay. Okay. So through common friends. Have an eco uh, farm, right? And I told him, Janji, I really want to get into like cacao and meditation yeah. and ecstatic dance and he was yes. in event, so he was like oh you should meet him yes and we know of divine because of big brother but we right. didn't really like connect right you know, um much yet and so when i met kim i was like would you like to do like an exploratory ecstatic dance yes um in asmara and yes we did it and it was accepted you know really well and then yes. you guys did it also during yes. your first on fast as you yeah. mentioned earlier and then I moved back to Manila but I already did like a lot of studying with cacao I went to Mindanao I took like a month there I fell in love with with the place and, and so your cacao <laughs> studies is it uh is it are you self-taught how did um, there I I met someone who was doing research in cacao okay. in Mindanao and then after that, I went to Thailand again to study like the um, International Cacao and Chocolate Tasting Institute. In Thailand? Yeah. So they were based in the UK, but they came to Asia. Ah. So, yeah. Because does Thailand have a cacao industry like we have? Very new. They have very okay, new Because yeah. I went to a cacao farm in Chiang Rai. But I really like I had never heard about cacao in Thailand uh, previous yeah. to that trip. That was in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So I was so, like, oh, you guys have cacao. OK. Yeah. He actually um, helped someone start his cacao farm in Chiang Mai. So mm. a friend of mine who was um, tour like helping me study cacao in Mindanao, he's friends with a common friend and we helped them bring cacao to Thailand and plant there because in the Philippines is um, criollo, so criollo is like the creme de la creme of cacao, right? And apparently, we still have it here, and everyone just wants to get their hands into um, this type of cacao. And 
actually, you the ceremonial cacao has to be Criollo Dao. But to me, it's still debatable, like as long as... So when you, know, you say it has to be, that's according to whom? According to the people from the the land where it's from. So the, you know, and even, uh, so I, I did a, a lesson, a class with this lady from Hawaii and she studied with Keith. I, I think you also have. Yeah, yeah, I've had ceremonies with Keith, yeah. So they, they do recommend Criollos more because it's like, you know, the highest, purest um, variety of cacao. Do you mean Keith? So for those who aren't familiar with Keith, the cacao shaman, he is kind of credited with reviving modern cacao ceremonies, yeah. So they use, um, is Keith's cacao is Criollo? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So because Criollo is still, like, there's still a lot of Criollos in, like, Guatemala and in the, in, in that area, right? The Mayan Aztec area. But here, it's, we still have some in Bohol, we do have, and some parts of um, Visayas, but not that much anymore. And so that also complicated my intentions with Pecan. I'm like, I really want to, you know, offer it as ceremonial with, the intention of like celebrating together in in community. So Maya cacao is what is it? Is it Criollo? Is it we have Criollo from Bohol. So when they brought it here, it didn't really survive. So now cacao, you have to graft it. Grafting is like if you have a Criollo, you'll you'll grow it. And then to make it strong, you'll have to breed it with like a Trinitario which is a crossbreed of Criollo and an Forestero. And then it becomes like a hybrid. So they're hybrids. Okay, so yeah. we have hybrids. So do you know what Kim is growing? Is it a hybrid? <laughs> I don't know if you would know. <laughs> I can I ask her. We started planting, but to yeah. me, it doesn't really matter because okay. cacao, I also learned this, that cacao wants to be to be spread, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so abundant. I was just in Malboal for four months. And let me tell you, there's cacao everywhere on the sidewalk. Like, it's just like bursting. I'm like, that's cacao. And that's like, what? All of a sudden there's cacao everywhere. Yeah. It's, 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 it feels like you're saying, it just wants to grow. It's, it's yeah. just like bursting to be shared. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So the tradition in the Philippines before, when um, we were still under uh, New Spain or like Mexico, people have two or three cacao trees in their backyard. And that's why we still see them everywhere, you know. But wow. we're not really, like taking care of it anymore. But yeah. before, you know, like they're the growing wild. Exactly, like you just spit, you know, like yeah, the yeah, they're growing wild. Yeah, we'll just grow. Yeah. Oh, oh Maya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maya. We didn't. You didn't answer the question. How? Yeah, how so Maya? I was so confused, Wendy, because I'm like, I I love cacao. I want to do ceremonial cacao. We're so abundant, but there's so many rules. There's like bean to bar and and artisan chocolate and how do I compete you know and I'm a Capricorn sun and rising so <laughs> my mind is always like princess if you're gonna do something it it has to be the best version of whatever you know and so I was so scared to start it and then I was I was here in Manila already I was showering 
I really don't know what to do. Do I do this or not? <laughs> and then, wow, you know, I, I saw like I was showering and then I saw a bird. And you know, the common birds here in the Philippines, it's, it's Maya. Like a sparrow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. So it used to be our, you know, like our national bird, but now it's the Philippine eagle because Maya are, Mayas are actually weak because they cannot be alone. They always have to be in flocks or like at least two. So in my, what, what came to me was that I can't, you know, do it alone and I have to do it in a ceremonial way to share it with people. And like birds always have to be in groups. And I'm like, okay, that's it, Maya. I didn't even think that, you know, it would be challenging for me to call it Maya because cacao is from the Mayans, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea that it was referring to the Philippine bird. I really thought it was Maya, like the Maya, like the Mesoamerican. No, there, but then I was like, but then the bird came to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And so when was Maya born? Um, what, what year is this now? 2019. 2019. So I went to, I went to Mindanao again to, to join the, they have this Cacao Connect, which um, basically all the cacao producers and growers in the country go to Davao and have this. It's like Salon de Chocolat, you know? Yeah. In Japan, yeah. Yeah. So I braved <laughs> myself to to go there and ask if they are open for me doing a cacao ceremony or just an invitation. Yeah. It's it's really like a businessman's you know gathering, yeah. right? People go there to sell cacao and talk about how they can grow their business. And I'm yeah. like, let's do. And they were open to it. And so oh, I amazing. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh. And they're all like all these old school people, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. How did they respond? I think they liked it. They, yeah. they People didn't have that spiritual, I, I guess they do, but they're not open to that spiritual connection with the cacao, right? With cacao, no, 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 not But at all. a lot of my friends oh, I love that. grow their business and their fortune from cacao, they really say that they believe in the cacao fairy. <laughs> They always ask for, you know, what they want. I love and that. Gary really gives it to them. I love and it. We share the same. Maria story. Cacao. She's from right? Cebu. Exactly. <laughs> and so after that um, cacao conference, I went around Mindanao again. And I'm telling you, Wendy, I had, so cacao is healing. But you can't over drink it also or over um, <laughs> treatment because you will have a healing crisis. You will overheat. And that basically happened to me. Oh, you were over consuming? Because they made me a judge yeah. <laughs> at a sequata competition. And yeah. I had to taste ah, the sequata. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And using sugar also, oh gosh. sugar, and I don't take white sugar myself. Oh, you couldn't have it without the sugar because they have a certain recipe that everyone ah, has, to, has to respect. Okay, yeah. oh my goodness. And after that, I had wow. fever overdose, yeah, overdose. <laughs> but oh it was goodness. also really like I, mean, I won't say nice, but it was an experience, you know. I'm, and there was like a message there, I was like. Okay, what do you want from me? How can I serve you? Where are you, where are we going? You know, where are you taking me? And from then on, I just went ahead and 
Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, I didn't. I'm so happy that I'm learning this story. I had no idea this whole backstory is is amazing to me. Yeah, I'm so I'm so grateful that you did follow spirit and and the bird came to you and now we're having this amazing chocolate. And my question now is I have a lot of clients overseas and they don't have they're not blessed like we are with abundant cacao, you know, growing in every street corner. So is it is it possible to to send them cacao? Yeah. From there? I've been sending wow the internet you know the age of aquarius is yeah. just wow i mean i'm a little bit still not you know it, there yet but i've met so many people online and I'm, I'm sending to singapore there's a lady who um uses maya cacao for her uh ceremony singapore okay yeah. and also my friend in switzerland started uh, making her own but she couldn't get filipino cacao so she's just buying beans from Peru, I think. So I'm, I'm trying to see if I can yeah. send some Filipino cacao. If we uh, had a, if we had a way to have Filipino cacao, yeah, in Switzerland, France, uh, that would be amazing. Like there's a, a big market there. <laughs> Let me just say. Yeah. 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 I, I think that big companies are doing it. Like, you know, the chocolate the serious chocolate companies are doing it, but the bigger they, ones, yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, look at Keith. Keith sends cacao all over the planet, right? Like, um, yeah. So my friend in France, my 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 clients in France and US get from Keith. So I'm thinking, why can't we? They also get from us, right? Um, or from you or whatever. Yeah. So hopefully that'll happen soon. It'll be easy to just. That's a dream. Yeah, that would be that would be. We'll just put it out there. Yeah. Ah, oh, amazing. So are you are you able to have cacao ceremonies at the moment? Or is that something that you enjoy doing or, or you're more like on the business of supplying? And to be honest, I did not want to do retail because I had a business before and it broke my heart. I couldn't do anything for two years. When someone tells me about like doing a business again, I would just like, no. But then cacao again, heart opener. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was doing a lot of ceremonies here before COVID. I met a lot of artists who are, you know, was willing to share it. And every time we have a ceremony, people would ask like, okay, so how do we get cacao? Like, do we yeah. just drink Milo or <laughs> Swiss Miss? Please, and, no, please. Yeah. And I said, no, it has to be this certain time yeah. and 2%. And so that gave me the because I met all the farmers already and I was like, okay, why not? Maybe it's time to to reconnect with them. And it was actually with Kim and Sefri that I asked which um, origin should I take because I had I had like final three farms that I wanted to work with. But myself, I was leaning to the Davao de Oro, which is Compostela Valley. And when I shared it with them, I didn't even tell them where it was from. Yeah, yeah they also liked it and so I said okay this is this is then my first um origin but now I'm working with Davao de Oro, Bohol and I'm trying to see if I can get from Ilocos because my best friend like she's been staying there for a while and they also have cacao but do they not- have cacao in Camotas yes but not so much come on yeah yeah 
I think people there are too relaxed. <laughs> they they fish and they grow camote or cassava, which is gross. You know, it doesn't need tending. Okay. It needs more love and attention. Right, right, right. Can people order from you or is it better to order from... I, I usually just direct them to, to Salty. <laughs> So yes, Kim, um, Salty, they have uh, their own blends also yeah. that I made. So I blend the cacao as well. But yeah. right now, because I'm tr transitioning and moving um, places, so we just have our 100% drinking cacao. Okay. So we ha I send to Salty also, and then we have in our own um, platform and Instagram, which is okay. sell through Mata Philippines. It's another e-commerce platform. And yeah, we, you guys can check it out. Slowly growing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll definitely um, include that in the notes so, so people can get in touch and, and hopefully taste your cacao. Uh, yeah, whether they're here in the Philippines or outside, yeah. But so, any cacao yeah. is great. And in the Philippines, you know, we have, I, I mean, if I didn't start Maya myself, like as a brand, I get a lot of samples also from different farmers, different makers, and they're like, oh, can you try my cacao and give me a feedback? And I'm like, I can also do this as a job. But then yeah. I started like, you know, I, I launched Maya already. So I, I still get, you know, gifts from here and there. It's it's beautiful, Wendy. It's, there's so many different tastes, different profiles. I know. I was like, stories. they're also different. They're also different. There was a, I don't know if you were here when there was a time when Shangri-La had a, a, a cacao flight where there's like eight different cacaos and, you know, you, they're all so, so different. You get to taste test, um, like a blind taste test and they have some cacao plants over there. It's, it's really nice. And I'm really sad they shut that down with um with the lockdowns and all that but, but hey we can do something like a cacao festival or something like that you know well that's that's in the works um and hopefully you can uh be part of that because uh you're part of the cacao scene uh now and uh in the philippines all right well thank you so much again for your time and uh, telling us the story of maya cacao again one of my favorite uh, cacaos here in the philippines and uh, hopefully we'll collaborate soon. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. All right. Thanks, princess. Take care.